Alright, let's see, here we go, here we go, here we go. Welcome, welcome. Welcome back to episode 6 of Conversations with Chris. I'm Chris, and yes, I do know that lately most of the conversations with Chris have been with Chris, and only Chris. Although we've had Tara here to kind of guide us and steer us along the way, I do want to let people know that eventually this podcast will go to a uh, traveling level where I will be doing conversations with some of my closest friends, mentors, teachers, students, all the people that I've met in my life. And uh, those conversations will go in whatever direction that person decides they want to take us in. So we won't be scripting them. We won't be putting them with any limitations. We will be allowing them to come to Chris or actually I'm going to go to them. But when I go to them, they will be able to open up conversation as they see fit ask me whatever they'd like to ask me and uh, we'll have a conversation about it so if you are interested in having a conversation with chris reach out and let us know because tara will put it on the schedule and i'm open to some conversations so i look forward to the challenging yet invigorating task ahead of having people bring me stuff that's going to be uh you know outside the realm of normal i suspect I was a modern-day philosopher today. That's exactly what would happen. People would come to me and ask for ridiculous philosophies on how to make that stuff make sense. And then 700 years from now, when I'm long dead, people will be reading my book and going, wow, he was a genius. Or maybe not. Maybe they'll be using it for toilet paper. It really just depends on how society goes, I guess. So anyway, today's episode is about truth. We're going to talk about truth. Uh, my truth, your truth. And then the truth, which are three completely different things. Sometimes when you start talking about the word truth, immediately my first observance of people is, is that they immediately lock up. The reason that they do that, I think, is because everyone kind of knows that they don't have 100% truth going in their life. So when you start talking to people about truth and you start bringing that word up, people's immediate response is to be a little protective, a little guarded. And I get that because there's always some little lies or some little untruths, we'll call them, to keep it from being aggressive or any type of attacking word. Untruths that have been told throughout life that you just hope they never come back up again because, you know, that was a long time ago and on a far, far away planet. And, you know, as long as it never comes up again, got away with that one, right? Well, I think that's pretty much the case for everybody. Everybody's got secrets and stories and that kind of stuff, which... You know, to me is uh, is relevant, but also irrelevant in the sense that the relevancy of that is is that that little bit of a whatever it is that you still feel that you have to hold on to to keep that secret, that untruth hidden, or as an untruth, <laughs> is eating away at you slowly and surely. And each time you have one of those, it becomes somewhat of like a little bug, like a parasite that's just eating on your health. It's eating on your overall state of well-being the fact that i can mention something and see it in your face and recognize that i hit a nerve or that i opened up a wound there tells me all i need to know if you were healed from those situations and you were healed from those events then there wouldn't be any nerve to hit which means now you would be in a great place where you're living healthy and those little things wouldn't be tearing you apart so that's why i say that everyone has their own truths which is based on perspective, right? Truth is a matter of perspective. So the truth is, is that the planet is round. Well, there's a lot of flat earthers out there that might oppose that idea. But whether you go to India and talk to somebody about the round earth, or you go to America and talk to them about the round earth, people in both places will agree that it is round, which is the ultimate truth. 
But if you ask them from where they stand, what their perspective of the round planet is, they're going to have different perspectives because they live in different places. So the perspective of the Indian might not be the same as the one from the American. And that's the great thing about our lives. It's the great thing about our entire world as a whole is that we have the opportunity to see other people's perspectives from all around the world in a time where information is being shared globally in real time. So there's not really a, an issue anymore of not being able to learn from other people across the globe. You know, we can make a phone call right now to somebody in India. I can get them on the phone and have a live stream podcast with somebody who is on the opposite side of this planet. And to me, that's pretty cool. If used for the right tools and used for the right stuff, I think that can create a lot of, uh, a lot of healthy living. However, the problem with that is, is that in the same breath, that means that anything and everything that you ever say or do is always going to be recorded. There's always going to be documentation of it. And there's always going to be the fear of it coming back to bite you in the butt, right? So in the 21st century, would it be safe to say that this might be the best time ever to be living your truth? and to know your truth and to understand your truth and to make that your life so that you don't have to worry about the what ifs and the things that could happen down the road it's food for thought you know little morsels little morsels of food all right so let's get into what is truth well truth is simply this truth is something that is definable by intelligent people as you know not untruth and that's basically the duality of nature right it's not hot it's cold it's not up it's down well if it's not truth then it's an untruth and those untruths basically become your story your version of life so every time you speak something out into the world whether it's a truth or an untruth you are going to put out there to the world what you believe you think the world needs to hear or see from you and the problem with that is is that over time if you tell a lot of untruths those untruths stack up stack up stack up stack up eventually to a point where the version of you that people might see or perceive on a daily basis is not at all who you are. And that's something that's really, really hard to overcome because you've built this entire city of untruths. And in that city of untruths, you now have a persona and an image that you have put together for yourself. But it's not you. It's not you at all. And so this is why so many people have these revelations where they come into these moments where they'll come to me and sit down and go, Chris, I just don't understand why my life is in an order. I'm doing the things you say. I meditate in the morning. I get up. I have my routine. I let things go. I'm eating right. I'm taking care of myself, but yet still I'm miserable in my own existence. And then my next question to them is, well, are you living in a city of untruths? How many untruths have you addressed in your life and how many have you corrected and how many have you taken credit for, apologized for, or just simply addressed and let people know that, hey, yeah, I was lying. <laughs> or untruthing when I was telling you that. And that's one of those things that's very difficult for us because that means that we have to admit we did something wrong. It also means that we have to admit to ourselves that we intentionally led someone else astray for whatever our own self-benefit. And the end of the day, that self-benefit is never worth what we think it is and what it costs us in peace and what it costs us in, in our own minds and in our own lives. I mean, it's so hard to find any kind of peace in this world these days due to the turmoil of lying, division, separation, you know, all of these things. And so let's give a good example is in someone's mind, their truth might be that they are telling the truth and everything that's coming out of their mouth is 100% true because in their mind, maybe it is. But from the perspective of other people, 
they saw everything that that person did from a different perspective and that perspective doesn't give them the same truth that the person who is spouting off the truth believes is what they're giving so now you have this situation right where is the truth which one is the right one and ultimately what it boils down to is in your heart do you feel that your perspective on what you're doing is more valuable than the perspective of other people's and this comes down to a really deep rabbit hole that we could go into and we'll do like truth part two which will be a whole lot more of the uh, the intricacies and the depths of that but at the end of the day opinions of other people is not important in life it's never going to help or make your life better however being corrected or having a strong group of people around you that you trust and believe in to constantly be watching what you say to make sure that your truth is temp is in line with your path is helpful and those opinions do matter so if i gave something out to someone and it was a a very piece of poignant information that had hit me a certain way that i wanted to share with everybody around me and tara and patty and some of my other close people in my life come to me and say uh babe so i didn't know what you were trying to say but here's what we heard well, at that point, I have two choices, right? Stand my ground. I don't care what you think. You ain't got no opinion. Your opinion don't matter to me. I'm the man. Or perhaps I stop and sit, meditate on the idea that maybe I just got off track. Maybe I just said some of the wrong things went in the wrong direction. And then I lost my way a little bit. But that's why we have friends. That's why we have family. That's why we have people close to us is to keep us close to our truth. And that's ultimately what it brings us back to. As always brings us back to. Well, I think that we all create our own reality like you touched on earlier. In doing so, we have a physical reality that we create, but we also have this mental, emotional reality that we create. And sometimes we deny ourselves the actual truth. That's when the untruths happen. We deny what we did because we know deep down that it didn't make us feel good and we want to correct it, but we also want to ignore it because we don't want to admit to those. We don't want to admit to those things. And then we just keep falling down that rabbit hole of untruths. Like you were saying, I think that's the difference. Do you take a step back and listen to those that you care about? Or do you dig in deep and say, F you to the world or those around you? Like what's what's your ultimate goal? What's your ultimate priority? What makes you feel good? Like that's, that's who you are deep down to me. That's that's your truth truth yep that's the uh and that's the ultimate question of what in the yoga world we call satya which is the ultimate truth and the ultimate truth is there is no debate there is no argument it is the one truth that unites them all what's the uh, lord of the rings thing one ring to rule them all sort of like that type of thing so yeah i mean here's the craziest part is that what you think what you say is exactly what you become and i've heard that my whole life and people have told me that my whole life and you know you kind of go yeah whatever you know i mean like how strong and powerful are the words that i speak they're really not that big a deal because most of the time when i'm speaking i don't even know what i'm saying because a lot of people just talk to hear themselves talk or they just talk so that somebody else can't talk because that'll keep conversation from happening which is a great way to keep things from happening especially conversations because you can't talk to somebody who won't stop talking conversation takes two people some people do it out of protection some people do it out of defense mechanism some people do it out of laziness and some people just don't even know they're doing it which is one of those things where it's like all right so now do we make you aware and at the end of the day i think that ultimately what it boils down to is what you feel in your heart and in your gut because i mean there's certain things that when i'm aligned with myself I know for a fact that they may not make sense to people right now 
when they hear them but as they listen down the road or as they listen multiple times the things that i'm saying will make sense and me being steadfast in believing that what i am saying is truth will stick and eventually pay off and have its effect the way it's supposed to well part of truth is consistency and consistency in that good feeling truth not the untruth consistency because that falls apart if you get wrapped up that's when things start to get sloppy so when you know you're truly consistent like a person you can feel it in their energy when they're that that truthful that consistent like you Mm, yeah and that's i mean like we were just joking about before the podcast 80 percent of my listeners right now are female that's a big statement to make because if 80% of the people listening to my podcast and I've got over 250 people now that have listened, you know, for 80% of them to be female listening to a man talk, that's a crazy concept right there. Like that's not a common thing, which in a world full of men trying to figure out how to talk to women, maybe we need to do a little session on that too. Maybe a little podcast on how to talk to women because boy, I could talk about that for a long time. The basis is, is like, let's be honest, how many men out there are interesting enough to women that women would tune in and listen to them talk? Not many. What would you bet the number of guys are out there that if they released a podcast just on whatever they felt would be interesting enough that women would actually listen to it? That is, I mean, my opinion, (laughs) far and few between that I'd actually like, oh yeah, no, you sound like you're competent in this, but. (laughs) Not many, not many men that you would put your trust or faith into, right? I want to, we've talked about this, I like deep conversation, meaningful conversation, not just talking to talk. (laughs) And it's not to knock men at all. Obviously we have, you know, different versions of communication and the way we communicate as guys is different than the way that females communicate. And I think that, you know, something that, becomes a skill just like anything else in life is the understanding of how each one communicates and then being able to speak on a level that hopefully connects with both but in my case looks like it's connecting more with the women which thank you ladies love you all i appreciate you too yeah very much so (laughs) so we're going to be dumping a lot of good information coming up here in the in the new uh next couple weeks it's actually episode six if you can believe it i can't believe six episodes already gone by People often ask me, you know, what my secret to life is, why I'm so happy and at peace, why I have so many women around me, uh, what are some of the other common statements that I get from guys all the time is, you know, it's, it's, it's just perpetual, always somebody asking me something about the way that I live. And it's often really entertaining to me because I don't think that I live any differently than anybody else until I stop and realize how other people live. Well, even when they do ask you about why females come around you a lot why we're so comfortable in your presence they always end up saying something just completely asinine to you about us and it's like bro that's your problem right there <laughs> like you're saying it to a dude i can't imagine what you're going to say to a female oh I, and it's true i mean the, the witnessing of some of the things that guys have said in front of women while i'm standing right there and in my head, I'm going, before that came out of your mouth, did that actually seem like something that was going to come across well? Because I don't think you thought that one through. <laughs> you know, I don't think that means what you think it <laughs> means. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> it's truly a genuine gift to be able to insult somebody that much without even being aware that you're insulting them, you know? So it's like a, uh, it's one of those things for me that I think people have to understand is that for the most part, what guys are really trying to say they're not getting across and what women are wanting to hear they're not getting to hear because of what the fact 
what guys are saying isn't coming across correctly. And most of the time, what they say is shutting down women altogether. Like, you guys aren't even interested in conversation thereafter. You're bored. Uh, the stories that I've heard about Tinder dates and Bumble dates and so on and so forth. I mean, it's... So grateful I never had to do any of that. Oh, jeez. Wow. So grateful. You know, I mean, there's a lot to be said for it. You know, it's a beautiful opportunity to meet people that you're already attracted to. And, you know, people have been knocking this stuff for a long time. But the downside is, is that the people that are on there are either fake or the pictures are old or whatever this term is, catfishing now, right? So I guess there's some idea that maybe if you trick somebody long enough into a point where they eventually just show up to a date and maybe you've already had a couple of drinks, they're hoping to get lucky, but... I don't understand the idea of selling when that's what's happening on those sites. Because, yeah, they're all lying. There's lack of trust because of lack of truth. <laughs> and guess why? Because they're not confident in themselves, among a million other things. Exactly. Self-doubt. Self-doubt is, uh, is why people hide things. It's why people lie about things. It's why people tell untruths because they're just not confident in who they are. Uh, so for me, um, I was a liar. I was a flat-out liar. I was a perpetual liar. I was somebody who lied all the time. I lied because I didn't even know why I was lying most of the time. And one lie just ended up becoming another lie. And it built up until I had so many lies going that at certain points, I couldn't remember which lie I told to which person. And eventually, the you know the house of cards came crashing down around me because there was no way I could keep up with the amount of lies that I had to keep up with in order to keep all the stories straight that I had told all the different people throughout the years and so uh, one of my big healing paths one of my big healing journeys for me was was learning my satya which was my my ultimate truth what, who am I and what am I trying to be what do I want to be remembered for what do I want to know that I made an impact on the society for and I also learned and believe too that um, you know intuition is a powerful powerful tool and it's one that men don't we have intuition but we don't pay attention to it very often and women have intuition and they do pay attention to it which is why women tend to make better choices than men right men do stupid things blah 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 men live shorter lives blah 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 and it is i mean i've hung out with a bunch of dudes and you know it, all of a sudden you give somebody a match and a bottle of kerosene and a beer bottle and you know for some reason this idea that comes through their head you can hand a match and a bottle of kerosene and a beer bottle to a woman. We'd be some, making something on Etsy. And yeah, you guys would find some way to create some sort of, you know, beautiful thing that, you know, whereas, you know, dudes, what are they going to do? We're going to blow shit up. <laughs> and that's how. I mean, that is fun once in a while, but I'd rather make something creative. But then when they do it, they don't even do it safely, you know. And if you don't believe me, go online. <laughs> Look on the internet and Google dudes doing dumb stuff and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's the ultimate thing, like... So, but what happens is you get buried behind all these untruths that you've told your whole life. And eventually one day you have to actually come to a point where you're willing to be honest 100% of the time, no matter what the repercussions are, but at the same time, stand behind your honesty. And when I started to learn that, uh, that's, I'll be honest, that's the most difficult part about doing the podcast is that I'm telling everyone my honest to God truths, which is going to sometimes be filled with stuff like, Mm, yeah did I do that yeah I did but I'd rather not talk about it because there's no reason to go back into that space I'm not that person anymore and it's not my truth anymore it was my truth and I will acknowledge it as my truth because if it makes you feel better for me to hear me acknowledge it then I'll happily do that for you I don't know why you would need me 
to do something to make you feel better about yourself. Well, that's the, something within them that they, they're working through whatever their demon is that they need you to acknowledge, blah, blah, blah. But I think that the truth is an acknowledgement of yourself and then that's it. Well, and it's, you know, like when you know your truth, you get this nice calm confidence that I have that you spoke about earlier. And that calm confidence from a real masculine man is what is appealing to women about me. What makes you feel so comfortable when you're around me? Why do you never feel on guard or threatened? Why is it that I can just hang out with a group of six to 10 women and no one in that room feels like they have to worry about anything and then they just talk amongst each other and they include me in the conversation and, and I'm trusted, I'm an advisor, I'm someone that, they, that supports them. And It's a safe space. Nobody's expecting you to you know say something stupid, do something stupid, make us feel inept make us feel uncomfortable whatever words you want to put in there it's always it's always hey you're there and you're the protector and we acknowledge you in that position and it's not a forced protection it's like a dictatorship protection if you know what i mean (laughs) it's like no i'm just here you guys do your thing like if you need me i'll be there right and that's uh sometimes you guys don't even need me to say anything a lot of times y'all just need me around to add that masculine energy and to bring balance to a community that needs a little bit of balance and you know, women are, are tend to function really well together on their own to a point. And then there needs to be masculine energy so that you have that masculine energy to create balance to the feminine energy. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, we're going to do an entire podcast on the duality of nature and what it means and the whole masculine feminine. But what it boils down to is, is that a woman can only feel as feminine as the man who she's around is masculine. So if the man is not very masculine, then what that, what's going to happen is that the females are never going to feel very feminine. And so they're going to seek a more masculine man to make them feel more feminine because that's the way life works. That's nature. That's primal. And that's what I was just going to touch on too. A lot of society recently, women have been kind of forced into the position of becoming more masculine in themselves. And therefore it takes a confident masculine man to come in and actually play that role in their lives because we do need we do need both of those things in our lives like i don't care if you're a feminist or or whatever the case you are like it's you have to have that balance that duality and men have kind of taken the opposite women have gotten more masculine men have gotten more feminine because they're not trying to create some sort of eruption within that balance but it's throwing things off it's not really doing what they think it's doing None of us are. Well, and that's, you know, that's the whole problem right now, I think. And and there's a lot of people that believe that it's structured and set up that way is to demasculinize men as a whole, take away that masculinity so that the women feel that they need to step up and be in charge. And I'm a feminist. I am one of the most empowered feminists I know on this planet. And you ladies have given me that term. You ladies have coined me as being an empowered feminist. And I stand behind it 100%. Nothing about me not empowering feminism at all. But, I feel like Joe Rogan when I just said that. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, the, the idea of feminism is not the solution to everything because we're only addressing one side of what's going on. And the other side of it is, is that we have created a society where no longer are the strong masculine men the leaders of our community. Now it's the wealthy or the most political, the most connected, uh, you know, there's a million different other things, which those are not the alphas in our society. I hate to break it to you if you guys love Donald Trump. He's not an alpha male. He's not. Uh, he knows business. Joe Biden, I'm not sure he's alive, but if he is, 
He's certainly not an alpha male. And the reason I say this is because, let's be honest, if you took 10 guys right now and you put us all into a situation where we are all going to go hunting, does anybody here think for one second that out of those 10 dudes, we're picking either of those two guys to be the leader of that hunt? No. No. And so what does that mean? They are not the leaders. They are not the alphas. We are not choosing them, which means they aren't our alphas, which means they just are leading because either A, they care, and they want to do things for the world or b they're being pushed into spaces of manipulation where they're being used and so unfortunately all of that takes away from the credibility of who they are which that's what i think is really funny too is that when it comes to being honest the more honest you become the more people want to discredit your honesty because they're not comfortable in their own honesty they have they're they're uncomfortable with truth because they know it but they're like well i have to manipulate the situation to make myself feel better because i'm not dealing with my own stuff but haven't you noticed it and seen it in my life oh 100 i mean the more that i tell people that i am 100 percent honest about everything because the they more they try to grill me and try and prove me to not be who i say i am because they can't believe that someone actually is truthful is actually honest i mean looking at look at our relationship right like when you first met me i was overly masculine i had to i had to always stand my ground all these things like i didn't want anybody to help me with anything because that's what i had learned in order to survive and it's taken a while but i've learned to trust you because you are honest and i'm i you know you 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 stay consistent and i'm able to be like oh okay i can take my guard down i can become more feminine i can relax and i'm a hell of a lot more chill and more honest and more open now that i have that balance in my life yeah well you were forced to fill both roles before and not because there was uh, anything wrong done just because until you find someone that you believe in and that you can trust and that you fully believe is telling the truth you're always going to protect yourself in any way you have to so you're going to step up do what's necessary for you to survive and survival is always our most primal instinct but at the end of the day, you're right, there's not enough people telling the truth. But what the problem with it is, is that nowadays, the, the supporting idea, the, the amount of people that are willing to get behind a bold-faced untruth and support that untruth to the point where it hurts and kills and even ruins portions of society is unbelievable to me. It's absolutely unbelievable to me. You, can, you cannot... There are certain people that just will not be convinced that an untruth is an untruth, even if you show them all the evidence up front. So then you have to ask yourself the question, well, A, why do I want this person to even understand the truth? Because clearly they're not an addition to our society. And then the other side of it is, is like, are they even capable of handling the truth? Or are they hiding behind so many lies that the only thing they know how to do is continue to lie and to continue to hide? What's even funnier to me is that if guys really always ask me the key to being around women and how to earn their way into their trust, I always tell them the same thing. Be honest. And you know why? Because women always know when you're lying. Always. They'll stare at you. They'll pretend like they may not know. They might even let you get away with it because most of the time they need something from you. But in the reality, they know you're lying. So you're wasting your breath. You're wasting your time. You're discrediting yourself the entire time you're speaking. We're just making a list in our And you're just, yeah. And women are just logging this list of, can I deal with this? Can I put up with this? Will I take more of this? Is this something I'm okay with? I really need to get laid. So I'm going to go ahead and, you know, continue to let this guy tell me a bunch of bullshit. But it is what it is, right? And that's the truth. That's how it is. Truth, yeah. 100%.
And so if there was one piece of advice I could give to anyone, not just uh, men, but to all people, it's that being honest with yourself is the first and foremost priority of it all. If you cannot say to yourself, this is who I am, and I know who I am, and I'm confident in who I am, and I love who I am, and I like it enough, and I believe in it enough that I'm even willing to put it online for the rest of the world to judge, well, then you just probably aren't living your truth. But by living your truth or working towards living your truth, eventually you come to a place where, of course, these guys out there that are trying to help the world and spread good information and knowledge are being just ostracized and just all kinds of th horrible things. I fully expect it. I see it coming for me. It's not something that I'm unaware of. It's something I haven't been looking forward to my whole life, but it is something that I know is going to happen. As it happens, I'll deal with it with more truth because that's the only way to really combat that kind of thing is just by putting more truth out there. And also the saying that I always say, you can't argue with somebody who won't argue back. Well, once you speak your truth to anyone in a conversation, at that point, you're done. There's nothing else to say. There's nothing else to come across with. And if you say anything after that, then it looks like you're not telling the truth because you're now finding a way to defend whatever it is that you're saying. But if it was the truth, there's nothing to defend. And you've seen this happen with me how many times? Oh, so many. How many so times? Many. Someone comes at me, I tell my truth, and it is my truth. I know it's my truth. What do they keep doing? Poking, prodding, and trying to get me into some sort of debate over whatever it is that we're talking about. I've simply said my truth. I've moved on. We're done here. <laughs> yeah, you, don't need to, you don't need to defend yourself, especially if you know that what your intention is, what your core intention of any conversation, any interaction, any life choice that you make, it's your intention, it's your truth at the end of the day. There's no need to defend that. And I also find it funny too, I'm sure you've seen this within random conversations with people, they'll bring something up that has nothing to do with anything, but it's like a defensive conversation. Oh, yeah. And you're like, you're like, why are we even talking about this right now? And then it clicks, you're like, oh. Okay, so you're setting this up for later or, or something that had happened. You're like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, it's, it's, you know, I mean, we talk about living in the moment. We've gone through that already. We've talked about letting things go. So if you're following along and you've been listening to each podcast, by now you understand that the root of all of my life is, is living in the present right now. Imagine a phone call coming through to me and it's somebody who wants to argue with me and tell me what a piece of shit I was when a situation happened that happened 25 years ago that I don't remember or even have like the slightest idea of what they're talking about. But this person's so angry. They're so passionate about what they're angry at me for that they want to call and they want to have this like fight with me. Well, A, you know I don't fight. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you can't fight back. And B, I'm not going to talk about something that's 25 years old because I've already let all that go. I've already put that down and walked away from it. So rehashing it has got no benefit to me whatsoever top of that once i've told you my truth i've told you my truth there's not a negotiation for what your feelings are about it there's no like you know my intention I that. <laughs> it is my truth therefore accept it or don't either way i understand but i'm not here gonna i'm gonna fight about it and i'm certainly not gonna fight about something that was talked about 25 years ago which again that's you know that's depression that's in the past Yes, exactly. And by re-bringing that back up, it could bring up a whole lot of other things that really just don't need to be brought up. But the intention of the person bringing those things up is to do exactly that, which is to find a way to get to, to you. The ultimate truth is that they know they can't get to you with anything recent because of the way that uh, you live your life. And when you're truthful all the time for years and years and years and years, and you got an army of people behind you that back that you are always truthful, 
well, it's really hard to infiltrate that person's world. And so you've got to find something that was before the transition, before the truth. And most people will seek to find something as far back as they need to or as far back as they can. And eventually they will find something that they can, you know, attack you with. But again, have compassion for those people and understand that that is not them trying to discredit you. That is not them trying to hurt you. That is not them trying to prove that you are not truthful. That is them dealing with their own insecurities about who you have become in your life. And it's really, really difficult for people to watch other people around them succeed. That's just a simple fact. Now, success is a relative term, okay? Success is something that is defined by each individual person. To me, if I could help one person have a happier, healthier life through this podcast, then that's successful. To some people, if I get a million subscribers and I get a sign a contract for a million dollars to do this podcast, that would make me successful. Other people like Joe Rogan would probably say, bro, until you get signed a $200 million contract and you're the highest listened to podcaster on the radio, then you're not successful at all. It's all in the eye of the beholder. It's all perspective. So you have to learn that and realize that. But you're never going to be challenged or have those conversations with people who are more successful than you are or who are as confident in their success as you need to be to not necessarily go after somebody. Well, that's the thing. I think that other truth tellers in in terms of success, other truth tellers can congratulate you on your success and understand your definition of success. And that's where, you know, you really find that cohesiveness. 100%. Well, you're never going to have someone come after you or come at you about your truth and, and question you. And this right here, this statement right here is going to eliminate 90% of anyone who wants to try to come at me about what I'm saying right now is that if you come at me about my truth, then you have already lost because you are confessing and admitting to me that you are less than me because nobody who's more successful than me is going to come and attack me about my truth. That's just not the way it works. So now go ahead, give it your best shot. Anyone who reaches out, you're not going to get a response anyway. I'm still going to live my truth, but you will have admitted that I have won <laughs> and that I have a mind control over you that I don't even know exists. So at the end of the day, uh, truth is ultimately the most important thing to everybody. My children respect me more. My community respects me more. My yoga students respect me more. And the amount of gratitude and trust that I've been given by people who have been damaged, hurt, and have had a lot of problems with men has shown me that this is the right way to live and to keep helping people. So I'll continue to be honest, continue to show my truth, and also continue to live the ultimate truth, the satya of life, which is kindness, love, compassion, and the things that we need to be doing that are all derivatives of love-based choice. Love-based choice. Love-choice. Choice. Love. No. Love-based choices. Love-based choices. Yeah. Okay. So that was the right one? Yeah, that was the right one. You had it. Okay. Well, that's cool. I'm glad I got that one right because you guys need to know something too. I'm like seven days post-op for my knee. Yeah, he had um, his meniscus fixed. It wasn't torn. It was torn. 
It, well, yeah, it was torn, and then they had to. So think of it like one of those little metal pop top cans that just goes pop 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 back and forth, up and down. So they just they stitched it back in place. So <laughs> we're dealing with that. Yeah, two months from now, I should be back up and. That's fine. Yeah. So in the meantime, you guys are going to get lots of podcasts out of me. So in talking about truth, Tara, I don't know. You tell me, was that enough truth talk or was that a, did I leave anything out there? Truthfully, yes. It was great. I loved, I loved every minute of it. Awesome. Well, then in that case, we will bring truth back more, but I would like to hear from you guys. Tell us what your truth is. Tell us what your most difficult truth is. Some of the things that I had to admit to myself that I uh, didn't want to admit to myself for most of my life were my biggest obstacles standing in the way of me telling my truth. I understand now why I needed to go through those because those were big, big learning experiences for me and showed me the power of having truth. And once truth is on your side and you become known as someone who is truthful, there's not a lot that can be said about you that will ever take that away. You know, that is something people value, something people look up to, and most of the time something people revere. So if we can get back to, as you said earlier, a masculine society where the real men are running things and the real men are the ones that are the leaders, then I think we can get the femininity back that we need so that they don't have to act so masculine mm -hmm. so that the men can start being more truthful without fear because now it is. And the women can be truthful as well to themselves, to their femininity. 100%. Femininity. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, kid, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's all, uh, that's all, that's all going to come back down to just owning what you say and making sure that every time that it comes out of your mouth, that is 100% true. And if it's not, then stop, rephrase what you're saying, and make sure it is. Because to those of us who see truth, to those of us who live truth, and to those of us who speak truth, the non-truths are real easy to see. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what has brought me together with so many amazing ladies is that they see that I see the non-truths the way they see them. But also now they've got a male perspective to be able to ask and talk to you about mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So anyway, hope you guys have a great week. We're going to record some more podcasts for you because I'm sitting here doing it anyway. And uh, I'm very limited on what I can do with my time. So see you. See you later.